Dai Dai Si Chitana Dai Nitananda Dai Adrita Chandra Dai Gaura Bhaktavinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare So um, I want to continue today with the uh, Chaitanya Chandadoy Natak from Kavi Karnapur. And uh, so uh, once again, I'll, uh, I'll read the, or I'll give a bit of a quick overview of the, uh, the 10x of the play and then. Uh, and then I'll start reading. Um, so after the uh, initial uh, introduction of the team of the play, in the first act, um, we're basically looking at at, at the time of Maharaj Prataparuda feeling separation um, of the uh, of the time after the disappearance of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, and wanting a play to be written, um, um, in the second act we find an introduction of Vairagya renunciation and bhakti devotional service. And that Vairagya has been traveling to all kinds of holy places, but only so false ascetics and, and philosophers. And, uh, and in this way, uh, he became totally disillusioned. Where then, but then he meets Bhakti and he gets new life there. Uh, then in the third act, we are continuing uh, this time it is friendship and love of God who are meeting. And uh, today we will read something about, uh, about that right now. So let me just uh, take the book. So we're reading the first, the third act from the Chaitanya Chandadoy Natak. Friendship enters. Friendship, alas, alas, I heard that my kinsman, renunciation is barely alive. I don't know where he is. I myself, I'm alive only in name. He also doesn't know where I am. I will tell him. She looks in all directions. Ah, who is this coming here? A blissful form like streams of nectar flooding all directions with the splendor of its limbs, glancing with eyes of mercy and purifying everyone her, everyone's heart, now approaches, she gazes with wonder. 
love of God enters. Love of God, glancing in front. Ah, who is this unhappy? Her splendor crushed and her body alive in name only that gazes at me with longing and slowly comes before me. Friendship looking carefully. Ah, this is love of God. I recognize her from her description. I will go to her and offer respects. She approaches goddess. I, friendship, offer respects to you. Love of God with surprise. You are friendship. Come, daughter, come here. She embraces friendship. Friendship, tell me, why so unhappy do you wander all alone? Friendship, when my friends were defeated by Kali's friends, overcome with fear, I fled for my life. Why do you ask about my misfortune? Love of God, daughter, don't be afraid. Stay with me. I'm the sister of your grandmother. Friendship, how is that? Love of God. Consider this from the beginning. Your father was the mercy of the Lord and your mother attachment to the Lord's devotees. In time, they had many children. One, a son was discrimination. There were many daughters who were all named devotional service. Discrimination and his wife, thoughtfulness, uh, had a daughter named non-envy. So it carries forward. And uh, long ago, uh, I made a little chart of the same. Now, I don't know how I can share such a thing. Uh, but... Uh, <laughs> yeah, I can only hold it up because that will not work. You have to take a picture. I will send it to, to whoever requests me for it. Uh, meanwhile, let me begin to explain. Um, so the... Uh, Mercy of the Lord, a male form, married attachment to the Lord's devotees, and thoughtfulness and discrimination. Oh, no, I'm saying it wrong. Mercy of the Lord and attachment of an attachment to the Lord's devotees. Mercy of the Lord being male, attachment to the Lord's devotees female. They married, and they, and from them came a son named Discrimination, a Krishna. <laughs> I am, I'm blowing it. I start again. Disregard what I said. Mercy of the Lord. Male. A, an attachment to the Lord's devotees. Female. Married. They had a daughter named Discrimination. Discrimination married thoughtfulness. And, and a daughter came from them. So from thoughtfulness and discrimination came non-envy. Non-envy married equanimity. And then they had as their children equanimity and non-envy. Naturalness, purity, and friendship. So naturalness and purity were two sons, and friendship, a uh, 
a daughter. So in this way, Kavi Karnapur is, is in a very interesting way uh, addressing how different qualities are coming about. And uh, after just reading it like this, I wanted to sort of uh, meditate on that a little bit and, and see where that takes us. Yeah, so mercy of the Lord. Uh, without mercy of the Lord, it's, it's obviously uh, not possible to begin spiritual life. Brahmanda Brahmiti Kona Bhagyavana Jeev Guru Krishna Prasada Paya Bhakti Lata Beach. The mercy of the Lord, the mercy of Guru. Guru is the representative of the Lord. Ultimately, the only mercy the Guru can bring is also what he received from the Lord. Mm. So we depend on the mercy of the Lord. And that has to come to us in some form or other um, through his devotee and through the devotees. So therefore, attachment to the Lord's devotees has to be there. So the combination of mercy to the Lord and attachment to the Lord's devotees, that is where it just starts to happen. And then uh, through that, we'll get discrimination. We'll get a clear understanding of, of pravitim cha nivritim cha what to do, what not to do, what is right, what is wrong. And if we then combine with thoughtfulness and become like, not just, uh, not just that we memorize some knowledge, but that we clearly learn how to apply that knowledge and deeply think of how to make it our own. Uh, uh, then, um, from discrimination and thoughtfulness, we can gradually come to non-envy. Um, for a very long time, uh, envy has been part of our, our, our nature. And we have been uh, treating uh, other living beings inappropriately. Um, but now, non-envy. So, from thoughtfulness and discrimination comes non-envy. Then with equanimity combined, uh, being balanced, mm. naturalness, purity, and friendship. So equanimity is a very difficult uh, thing because to be balanced is uh, is very difficult in the material world where everything is always off balance. It's the age of Kali. and the age of Kali, everything is out of proportion. We are living in, 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 a, in a world where uh, yeah, where everything is, uh, is, is wrong around us. Uh, and uh, people are having the wrong values and society has the wrong values. The society is organized around the wrong values. And we are going 
the Vaishnavas are going a path which is totally, totally different. The Vaishnavas are chanting uh, 16 rounds, but society doesn't, and, and we feel that. I mean, those who work in, in society are feeling the pinch because, uh, after all, it's not aligned. Yes, so for our balance, we may have to chant in the early morning right, so that we remain uh, on the transcendental platform, but not easy to maintain. So equanimity requires that we are, are rooted in, in, in sadhana bhakti. Uh, when we are rooted in sadhana bhakti, uh, then that will give us uh, the transcendental weight to counterbalance the weight of material existence. Yes. It said then, then naturalness is possible, uh, purity and friendship. Uh, and then of course that naturalness, we're speaking about the higher nature, purified naturalness, uh, purity, therefore naturalness combined with purity. Yeah, uh, has to be there. It says naturalness, purity, and friendship are our brothers and sisters. Um, when there is purity, mm, then we can uh, begin to uh, then we can begin to. Uh, more from the heart. Uh, and then we can offer real friendship. Uh, friendship means that that which is uh, friendship must be with devotees. Uh, because devotees, when we associate with them, will bring us uh, will bring us positive Krishna conscious things. Jhana Sangha, when we maintain uh, material attachment, that will not be beneficial uh, because material attachment is going to, uh, to, to, to materialistic people. Yeah. When we Jhana Sangha, when we associate with material, materialistic people, that will pull us down. Mm. So these qualities are, are very nice. And uh, um, it also, looking at them, uh, it is nice that Kavikarnapur is, is bringing out naturalness, purity, and... Uh, and friendship as, as qualities that, that manifest. Because uh, without friendship, no one in this world is, uh, is actually uh, 
Yes, actually feeling uh, feeling complete. Um, all right. So then, uh, let us just uh, sample a little bit more from the Tanya uh, Chandra Doymatak. So that was the third act. Uh, Um, there's a little bit later in the third act, we get a bit of a description uh, about, uh, let's see where that begins. So there's a, so as friendship and, uh, and love of God are speaking, um, in, this, in another part of the, uh, uh, of the chapter, they are going to witness uh, a description about uh, Vrindavan. Give it a moment. Ah, where does it begin? Sorry. Friendship, so after, yeah, now I've come to it. Friendship, goddess, where are you going now? All alone. Text 16 from Act 3. Love of God, friendship by the order of Lord Vishwambar, who is the supreme personality of Godhead, who is our only shelter, who has enjoyed the pastimes of all incarnations, and now wishing to taste the love of Vrindavan's queen, Radha, I'm working to purify everyone's heart. Friendship, where are you going? Love of God, to the place where the Lord, the well-wisher of all the worlds, will act her, Radha's, part to play to bless the great devotees. Where is that? Friendship, where is that? Love of God, Acharya Ratna's courtyard. 
friendship, why would the Supreme Personality of Godhead act the role of a woman? The Lord personally took the role of Radha and gave to Advaita the role of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. The truth is the Lord divided himself in two for the roles. When Advaita dressed for that role, Lord Hari personally came and appeared in him. Haridas will be the Sutadar, Mukunda will be the Pariparsvika, and Vasudeva Acharya will make arrangements behind the scenes. Goddess Yogamaya, the elderly lady who arranges the meeting of Sri Radha and Krishna, will take shelter of Nichananda's body. Friendship, who will be the audience? Love of God. The Lord has already said who may come. He said, Srivas, please arrange that only qualified persons and not others enter. When the words were only half finished, Shiva said, Lord, what will we will determine who is qualified and who is not? And where will they go? Again, the Lord said. Sri Radha will sweetly appear in Acharya Ratna's courtyard. Friendship, then, then, love of God. Then, although there was some doubt in his mind, accepting the Lord's order, Shiva's made the great Brahmana devotee, Gangadas, the doorkeeper. Friendship, then, then, love of God. Thus the Lord told Shiva, Srivas, you will be Narada, and Suklambo will be your Brahmacharya assistant. The chorus of singers will be your Chaya Ratna. Vijanidi and your three brothers, headed by Sriram, in this way, the Lord assigned the parts. Beside these, no one else was allowed entrance. Only the wives of Srivas and his brothers and the wives of Chandrasekhar, Murari and some others who had already come were allowed. They were also qualified to be there. From behind the scenes, the sound of merdangas, cartels and other instruments, love of God, child, listen, the play has begun. Okay. Jaiti Janani Vasu Devaki Janmava Do Jalubara Parisats Vaidurbir Asyanadarman. Again a voice from behind the scenes. May Lord Sri Krishna be all glorious and happy. He's known as the ultimate resort of all living entities, and as Devaki Nanda, the son of Devaki, he's the guide of the Yadu dynasty, and with his mighty arms. He kills everything inauspicious as well as every man who is impious. By his presence, he destroys all things inauspicious for all living entities, moving and inert. His blissful, smiling face, always increasing the lusty desires of, of the gopis of Vrindavan. May Sri Radhika, her face like the full moon, her eyes like lotuses, her breasts like cuckoo birds, her smell like a white, her smile like a white flower like a white lotus, her neck like a concha, her beauty crushing Lakshmi's pride, filled with all auspiciousness, and like the auspicious introduction to this wonderful play of the Lord's pastimes, in Vindavan, bless you all. So now the play that is being about to take place, right, is not some, uh, some artistic idea of Kavi Karnapur. Actually, Lord Chaitanya performed that play in the courtyard of Tercari, of, of, of Chandrasekhar's house. It was known as Archaya Ratna. 
and that is described in the in Chaitanya Bhagavat. Um, so Kavi Karnapur is describing that play, and by by doing so, um, we're getting also maybe yeah, an, again another insight. We can read the play from uh, the Chaitanya Bhagavat perspective. And we can read the play from Kavi Karnapur's perspective. So today we read from uh, Kavi Karnapur, and maybe tomorrow we'll have a quick look, or if there's still time today, we'll have a, maybe today we'll have a quick look at uh, at, at the play. Uh, so we're not talking now about We're talking about a play within a play. We're talking now about the play that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu performed with his associates in the house of Acharya Ratna Chandrasekhar. So yeah, that's interesting. You know? Love of God, it is so. My guess was right. That was the Sutadar Haridas that recited a verse from Srimad Bhagavatam as the auspicious invocation. This shows that the play will be either a one-act bana or a many-act rupaka, for they're both forms in which, as the Shasta says, the introduction is spoken from behind the stage. Child, do you want to see this? Friendship, why should I be so fortunate? Love of God, why are you afraid? I will be with you. By my power, no one will see you, and by your kindness, no one will see me. Friendship, I'm your debtor. Love of God, come. They exit. A necklace on his neck, kundalas, and avatamsas on his ears, a garland on his broad chest, bracelets and armless on his arms, a turban on his head, and ankle bells on his feet. Hari does this like the personified splendor of dramatic art. Friendship, goddess, this does not follow the path of the scriptures. Love of God. Listen, one path is the rule of scripture. Another path is spontaneous love. The first follows rules. The second does not. Friendship. The path without rules takes a long time. Love of God. Not always. During a flood, a boat can quickly go without following any established path. At another time, even the most established path is difficult on the winding river. Mm. Yes, so this is also uh, something I appreciate. Uh, that love of God is not always following the rules of the scripture, the path of spontaneous love. Uh, a path without rules takes a long time. That is when we are below the rules, it takes a long time. But when we are above the rules, it's different. Because, as it said, the path without a rule... Uh, it doesn't always take a long time. During a flood, a boat can quickly go without following any established path. Uh, it can go. Yes. So enough with this talk. Let us listen as the Sutadar recites. Sutadar, enough with these elaborate speeches. Today, as I was returning from my daily prayers and obeisances, as at Lord Brahma's lotus feet, the great sage Narada approached me and said, O oh, king of actors, for a long time I've wished that your dramatic acting would place 
before my eyes the moonlight of the pastime of Vrindavan Bihari Krishna. With your dramatic skill, please let this desire be fulfilled. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, what can we say? Um, it may be very long if I read all of this. And I don't know exactly how to deal with it. And still, without reading, it is difficult to explain. Um, So, obeisance at Lord Brahma's lotus feet, the great sage Narada approached me and said, O king of actors, for a long time I've wished that your dramatic act acting would place before my eyes the moonlight of the pastime of Vrindavan Bihari Krishna. With your dramatic skill, please let this desire be fulfilled today. Hmm. Yeah, that I will now try to do, looking at, oh, oh, here. Pariparsvika enters. Pariparsvika, what does his lordship order? Sutadar, gentle one. Today I met Lord Narada. Pariparsvika, what happened? Sutadar, today as I was returning from my daily prayers and obeisances, Lord Brahma's lotus feet, the great sage Narada approached me and said, O king of actors, for a long time I've wished that your dramatic action would place me before my eyes the moonlight of the pastimes of Vrindavan Bihari Krishna with your dramatic skill. Please let this desire be fulfilled today. That I will try to do. Pariparsika. Lord, how, how is it that Saint Narada, who is the son of Brahma and the younger brother of the sages, headed by Sanak and Sanandan, and who himself always tastes the bliss of Brahman, thirst after Sri Krishna's early pastimes, earthly pastimes, and request this of you. Sutadar, this is a great secret. Srimad Bhagavatam says, 1720, those who are self-satisfied and not attracted by external material desires are also attracted to the loving service of Sri Krishna, whose qualities are transcendental and whose activities are wonderful. Hmm. So that's the Pariparsika. Um, the saints may engage in devotional service, but why would they become attracted to the Lord's pastimes on earth? Don't speak in that way, Sutra. Oh. Lord's pastimes on earth are sweeter than his pastimes in Vaikuntha. The stories of his pastimes and incarnations are very sweet, and the stories of his creation of the universe are dry and tasteless. We can see how it is a how the drama is is just the mine of philosophical statements. It speaks about why. Why would one who is self-satisfied and transcendental be interested in the Lord's earthly pastimes? And it says, Lord Harry's pastimes of earth, on earth are sweeter than his pastimes in Vaikuntha. The stories of his pastime incarnations are very sweet. 
but the stories of his creation of the universe are dry and tasteless. So. <laughs> so these are like some of the um, statements that are leading up to the uh, beginning of the play. Um, the play of Lord Chaitanya. The Bhagavatam 1033-36 says, By hearing Lord Krishna's pastimes, one becomes devoted to him. In this way, even ordinary men become devoted to the Lord. Srinarda is especially attached to the Lord's pastimes in Vrindavan. He is the teacher of the Gopal Mahamantra. Therefore, his attachment is proper. The actors should be given their roles without delay. So in, then Pariparsi cried, Lord, let us wait until the great sage arrives. Shrutadar, he's, he's almost here already. A person who can travel in outer space does not delay. Pariparsi if that is so, then tell me, what drama will, will we perform? Sutadar, Radha and Mukunda's Danakeli, a play yoga maya in the form of an elderly lady wrote. Pariparsika, how will we stage this play on such a short notice? Sutadar, how indeed? Pariparsika, listen, your daughters can expertly perform this play. These girls don't know the road. They have no companion to guide them. And a terrible elephant... Oh, sorry, I skipped a page. Sutadar, wearing, tell me, would they be good for the parts? Pariparsvika, they would be, but they have already happily gone to Vrindavan to worship Lord Gopishwar. Sutadar, what will I do? Will Narda accept this excuse? Ah, I fear his curse. Pariparsvika, why worry? They will soon return. Sutadar, gentle one, you don't understand. These girls don't know the road. They have no companion to guide them. And a terrible elephant, dark as a rain cloud, his hand filled with toll collection, waits for them. Pariparsvika, your mother-in-law, Jarati, who is empowered by Yoga Maya, is with them. Sutadar, laughing. Then I will not worry. What can this old lady, who cannot see the road or hear words, do to help them? Pariparsvika, don't talk in that way. She's a powerful yogini. Age has not hurt her mind. As it grows older, the waxing moon doesn't grow weak. It shines brighter than before. A voice from behind the scene. O king of actors, what is the delay in this performance? Mm. Yeah, so... Um, I have now entered into this, and it's like uh, it's it's going on quite a bit to the play, and uh, and as we can see, there are many very very uh, nice uh, nice uh, things in the play, and uh, I, I, I mean I can just carry on reading and reading and you'll get the whole play here. I guess it's not the purpose of my lecture or the purpose of my presentation. So that I cannot do. But uh, I, but now 
Um, I will start to uh, to just uh, okay. Let's just go to text hundred forty-nine. Sri Krishna passionately gazing. Friend, look, look, trembling. Her frightened eyes restless and her head turned down. She pushes with her hand a bee landing on her face in the tinkling of her angers. The bee has found only pain. Kusumasava. Friend, this is our opportunity. She's stealing our lavanga flowers. You should take the stolen flowers by force. See, Krishna, this is sweet to see. Still, I must follow my friend's advice. He approaches and arrogantly says, Wretch Lalita, who taught you to be so bold? Are you mad? Why are you so, so wild and reckless in my home of Vrindavan Forest? Again and again you come to my forest and strut here and there as ordinary women proud of their beautiful limbs and you destroy the fruits, flowers, beautiful vines and forest groves. You've made me very unhappy. You've acted improperly and insulted me. Fortunately, today I have seen you. Now you will taste the fruit of your deeds. Jarti. Oh, Krishna, they need flowers. They have not come to the middle of the forest to eat fruit. Kusumhasava. That is Madhumanga. Noble lady, your intelligence has gone with your youth. You don't understand that here the word fruit means punishment for an offense. Jarti. Brahmana baby. The milk still clings to your throat. What do you know? Consider what is the offense here. An offender should be punished. Not us. Radha's friends. Lalita. Child, what is your friend? To this forest. Kusamasava. Lalita, he is the master. Lalita, it is so. If he were not the great enemy, uh, how could... Dear friends, forests be in such a sorry state. Uh, now they play with words. In the previous text, Kusamasava claimed that Krishna is Vrindavan Ayari, and Lalita uh, interprets this word to be Ahiari, which means the great enemy. Okay, so one is Ahiari master, Ahiari master, and Ahiari which means the great enemy. Kusamasaba, oh. Lalita, you're showing off how smart you are. So be it, so be it. My friend is the great enemy of the forest. How did this forest become your friend's property? Lalita, she's the enjoyer of the forest. That is the proof. If it were not so, how could we pick flowers without any fear? Jarati, Lalita speaks the truth. This forest belongs to my granddaughter. She appoints her friend, Vrinda, as goddess here. Sri Krishna, laughing. Noble lady, goddess Vrinda is your granddaughter's friend? Jarti, wretch Krishna, how can there be any doubt? She asked her to become the goddess. Kusamasava in Krishna's ear. Friend, she's on their side. Don't believe her words. Subha. Kusamasava, don't be afraid. Lalita, the mark of my friend's name is his proof. His name is, is on every tree. 
Lalita. Even if that is so, we have not done any offense. All the vines are stamped with the letters of my friend's name. How is your friend master of the vines? We've picked flowers only from the lavangu vines. So, so Krishna's name is on every tree and um, Radharani's name is, is on all the vines. And so the vines are embracing the trees. So we can see here how Kavikarnapur is taking us deep into the uh, exchanges between uh, Radha and Krishna. Mm -hmm. And uh, the Dani Kela Leela uh, is, is, uh, is carrying on and uh, and the and the argument is is carrying on uh, hmm. and uh, and so as the argument goes on uh, at one point Jardi says Krishna, take these flowers. She takes the flowers from the end of the girl's eyes and scatters them before Krishna. Sri Radha, covering her face with the edge of her sari, she smiles slightly. Noble lady, what have you done? How could you have done this with the flowers we picked to worship Lord, Lord Shiva? See Krishna aside while looking at Radha. Ah, when she covers her face with her, with her sari, she becomes very beautiful. Hmm. This doe-eyed girl, mascara-decorated sidelong glance, is like a restless conjuna bird in a cage. The little I see of her smile is like liquid camphor filled through a cloth. Lalita, to Jarati. Noble lady, you should be afraid. Why did you ruin the flowers we picked with great labor? What is he to Vrindavan forest? Jarati. Charity. Lalita, you are good at quarreling. Pride makes your heart itch to quarrel. You stay and quarrel with these arrogant boys. Come, granddaughter, come. Taking Radha, she's about to leave. She Radha, noble lady, where are we going? We have not yet worshipped Lord Shiva. Kusamasva, noble lady, there's a fine you must pay to my friend. We've seen from your faces that you've stolen flowers. Pay your fine and you may all go. Jarati, Brahmana child, what is this fine? Kusamasava, friend Subal, tell her. Subal, noble lady, please hear. Look, thinking him a suitable person, King Kamadev gave the flowers in Vrindavan forest to my glorious friend and also gave him a tour to elect custom duties from the pious girls here. Oh, beautiful eyed girls, pay the fine and go. Don't do this dry arguing. So today I've taken you into, into what Chaitanya Mahaprabhu actually is doing. Um, of we are doing so many things, but when Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is alone with his devotees, uh, then he performs such a play without any preparation. Everyone just became an actor and everyone just 
played their parts and everyone just became absorbed in these pastimes. And everyone just, just more and more forgot, forgot about the external world. And everyone was just tasting, tasting how, uh, how Radha and Krishna and their associates were interacting in the forest and staging uh, a Danikeli pastime. And this is the, uh, this is the Smaranam, the, the Lila Smaranam, because Sravanam, Kirtanam, Smaranam, uh, hearing, chanting, and remembering. And as the remembrance of Krishna is growing deeper, then the remembrance is, is not just of Krishna uh, as an image, but it is, the, um, it is the remembrance of Krishna and his pastimes, and particularly the remembrance of Krishna's topmost pastimes um, with Srimata Radharani, who is the ultimate, uh, as we heard before, the ultimate asraya, the ab ultimate abode of love. And Krishna is totally attracted to that ultimate abode of love. And so Krishna is performing his, uh, his pastimes like that with his, with his devotees. Uh, we have, may have had many gatherings with devotees at different times. Uh, but such a gathering of such depth uh, we have not yet experienced. But when Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and his eternal associates are gathering, then this is the depth, uh, this is the depth of their gathering. So we find this description of the play by Kavikarnapur in the, uh, yeah, of what took place in the house of Chandrasekhar Acharya. And that is wonderful. Yeah. So gradually by following Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, uh, who's chanting and dancing, he is taking us there. He's taking us to Vrindavan. This is our, our purpose, uh, to actually reside in Vrindavan, to always, Moraman Vrindavan, my, my mind is Vrindavan, to always be absorbed in Vrindavan. That is, is, is actually the, the real state. Of, of a Vaishnava's mind. And Vrindavan means there where Krishna, um, where Krishna performs his pastimes. And, uh, and Radha and Krishna are the main actors on the stage of Vrindavan. And their transcendental play and pastimes is eternally being performed. And so we see that Lokitanya and his associates were deeply absorbed in remembering these, in remembering and meditating on these transcendental pastimes of Krishna. Hare Krishna. Thank you very much. Srila Kavikarnapur Ki Jai Sri Chaitanya.